Hello and welcome back to the Hope Hustler Podcast. I am your Hope Hustler, Nicole Sims Ingleton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about depression. This episode comes at a time when we all have heard the tragic news of the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna and seven other passengers that were on board that day on that helicopter. My heart, my thoughts and prayers are with, that, with all families involved in that tragic loss. So this message comes at a time when we all have experienced sadness. And I hope this speaks to you, and I hope that you gain some insight into what depression may look like for someone you may know, or for yourself. I've heard someone say with callousness that depression is a common cold of mental health. I agree to disagree with that person. Depression is common among many, and the frequency of its onset can lead to being chronic, but in no way is it dismissible. Depression is defined as feelings of severe despondency and dejection. Self-doubt creeps in, and that swiftly turns to depression. Depression is, is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and a loss of interest. How many of us have lost interest in something that we love to do? How many of us have watched someone lose interest in something that they love to do? Also called major depressive disorder or, or clinical depression, it affects how you feel, think, and behave. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. The National Institute of Mental Health is, estimates that 16.2 million U.S. adults had at least one major depressive, depressive episode in 2016, and 6.7% of the U.S. adult population. That is a lot. Depression is the most common in age, ages 18 to 25, 10.9%, and in individuals belonging to two or more races, which is 10.5%. I believe this to be more as this information is from the those that have reported it. How many of us don't tell people how we really feel or what we're really going through? How many of us suffer in silence and just wait it out? I put on airs that I'm okay, I'm good, no worries. There's a quote in The Catcher in the Rye. It was against my principles and, uh, and all. But I was feeling so depressed, I didn't even think. That's the whole truth. When you're feeling de very depressed, you can't even think. So how do you, as a loved one, help someone who is depressed? What do you say? What don't you say? How can you say anything? You don't know how they really feel. I really didn't experience my mother having to deal with depression in my younger years. The depression came more so after her breast cancer diagnosis. That's when I noticed my upbeat, manic mother being more sad and despondent, not connected to anyone because she was dealing with something so, so heavy that she didn't know how to respond to it. And she started to kind of operate in sadness. It was really hard to watch. She became sadder over the years when chemotherapy treatment and surgeries became more than we could count. I watched depression creep in and change her demeanor. I would sit and talk to her as she would say, 
I'm tired, baby girl. And I would say, nope, not today, old lady. You fight another day. And she did. 12 years she fought. Great job, mommy. Psychology Today has an article that lists six things that you can say to, su to support someone who... Number one, I'm here for you. Which I interpret as, when someone is depressed, they can feel that no one is there for them. They can feel completely alone by saying you are there for them and you're telling and showing them that you are there no matter what. Number two, what can I do to help you? Depression can sometimes take away the person's ability to know or say what really will help them. But offering shows your willingness to be there for that person. That's important. We always want to feel that someone is there and that someone's willing to help, even if they don't know what their help looks like. Number three, I like a, B, or C about you. I like your hair. I like your smile. I like how you treat people. I like how you cook. Going over a list of attributes, accomplishments that the person has can alleviate the mental break beatdown their mind is giving them. Just don't give them fake praise. Don't tell someone that they're a great cook when they're really not a great cook. You're just going to make them even more sadder. Avoid being fake. Number four. Yeah, that sucks. Validating that something negative that did happen is just lousy. By validating the fact that not getting the promotion or having a really bad day when everything just went wrong sucks, it's important and necessary to feel alone in seeing the problem. They feel there is a potential to move forward. So just telling someone, you know what? Losing your job is tough, but it's not the end of the world. Number five, I've been through it too. Showing empathy, that's one of the biggest things for me. Coming from a place of mutual suffering understands them or feels ashamed to talk about how they are feeling. Number six. There are ways to get through this difficult time. If you notice someone is falling into a serious depression and not improving, despite offering your finest support, the best thing you can do is to guide them to professional help. Taking that step can feel scary for most people. I've been there. Being there to reassure and accompany them in the process can make the difference between someone falling through the cracks, which happens, or not. Feel free to reach out to mental health resources online or telephone hotlines as needed. Most of us have a, in our counties or villages, will have a um, Department of Mental Health or Mental Health Hygiene support system. If not, you can find any national ones in your area. Help people make appointments with therapists or help them consider medication carefully. That's everyone's personal preference. I'm not promoting medication. I'm just saying that that can be an option for some. Take someone to an emergency room if you are really worried about their safety. Negotiating the fragmented mental health system can be very tricky. So your advocacy can really matter to someone who can't fight for themselves. Overall, the goal to helping a loved one who's experiencing depression is to be present, caring, and supportive. 
be open, realistic to their state of mind. Let them know that they are loved and not alone in their struggles. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, and Spotify. Thank you so much and have a hopeful day.